Progress Racing. Show us your tips. Staggy here with you. In the absence of Beaver, I've called in a favour from a good friend of the show, Johnny Shimon. What's going on, Johnny? Not too much. Like I said earlier, just recovering from the New Year's Eve bloodbath. So hopefully we can find some winners this weekend and get trending the right way. That's it. Uh, just a quick, uh, give us a quick 30 seconds on, I guess, your history of, you know, the punt and your approach to the form. Uh, the punt. Well, I got influenced joining a cricket club back in the day, thanks to yours truly. So Disgusting. ended up at the pub most yeah. weekends. <laughs> um, it's been a long road of punting. I got into horse ownership, I guess, recently as well, which has been great, um, which has been good fun being on that side of it. Um, just with form, starting to dive in a little bit deeper, do my maps, trying to stay across everything. So it's been good. Love the two-year-old season, so... Yeah, beautiful. We'll get you back on with Beaver when he's back to maybe as we head into Golden Slipper time. I know that's your favourite time of the year. Hopefully Denman Star's up and about for you. Um, how's Fingers the ownership crossed. experience been? It's been great. It's been fun on that side. Uh, enough to keep it interesting and stay invested. So um, race day's been very different, different kind of nerves. So it's been good. It's been fun. Denman Star is out on the paddock now, so hopefully he comes back for, for the autumn and has a few good races in him. Awesome. Uh, and we see the form uh, up on the yeah. Gold Coast tomorrow, uh, on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so I see uh, J-Max, which rides, jumped on the thing that pipped him at Warwick Farm, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Um, but yeah, no, we've been happy for, with him, so fingers crossed he comes back healthy and sound. Awesome. Uh, well, let's get into it. Let's get to Rose Hill, where the rail is in the true, currently rated a soft seven. Been about 60 mil of rain to date, another 20 tomorrow from what I see. Given how dry it's been, I'm not freaking out. There's going to be bottomless or anything. It's supposed to be a warm, warm day in the day. So I've treated it as a soft track. Is that the way you've approached it? Yeah, pretty much. I looked at the, the barometers. Um, should be enough to keep it nice in that soft, soft uh, region. So hopefully, it brings the wide runners into play later in the day as well. Yeah. Keeps things pretty even across the day. So fingers crossed. Definitely, I think running lines in play by the end of the day, which is good. Mm. Uh, we kick off with the highway, Class 3, 1,200 metres. Uh, those that watch the show know I'm not necessarily a highway man. Is it in something that interests you? I tried my best to find something here and just couldn't say anything with confidence. When you got $7 the field, it pretty much says the same for, for most people, so I was happy to set this one out. Perfect. Race 2 is a 1,500-metre benchmark 72. This is uh, We have managed to get you on the show in one of the trickiest Rose Hill cards I think I've <laughs> just about ever done. Uh, and I don't know if Sandown's much easier, but we've got a 72 up next. Anything caught your eye here? Um, looking at the form, I think Green Shadows probably deserves favouritism and is my on-top selection, but I didn't mind Danish Prince coming into this. He's had a few good runs and he gets some wet tracks, so it's good. And that uh, Mar Eustace Philly Samana looks like a progressive type. So handy little race. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty deep considering what you've got. Um Actually, a nice little race. You might see a few form ones come out of it, but not the easiest, but I've gone with Green Shadows on top. I think it's just a bit of class. Excellent. Uh, Green Shadows does look the obvious for me as well. Uh, for It just looks the right race. Dropping back a little bit, that form looks strong enough. Uh, behind Kanazawa, we see it again later in the day. Uh, but I, the one you mentioned, two other you mentioned are the two I sort of that grade me up a bit, for lack of a better better term. Um, Samana gets a quick backup from last weekend. Uh, where sat outside lead at Canterbury gets uh, control here, and they've just I've just noticed kite flights come out of this race. Uh, so there's no yeah. other pace in the race. 
and I think there'll be a fair bit of intent given that they've got uh, Tyler Schiller on taking a or getting him under the minimum. Uh, in on fifty kilos, I think they'll think now loose lead. They're they're a real chance. I could see them, the money coming for it, and it being very hard to run past. And I was I was quite taken by Wineglass Bay as well. Uh, story of the day will be me talking about Nash, but <laughs> uh, right map gets sort of th- two or three back running line, and I thought mo- moved quite nicely in the Sydney trial. Um, yep. Plowed around on its own steam. So the other two I had that sort of scared me from just declaring the favourite. So, uh, which is why I think you might even get a better price green shadows. You might get around $3 on the day uh, if they do back Samana. But uh, I'm going to go in that order. Uh, let's go 5 from 12 and 8. The third, 1,100 metre benchmark, 72. And this is a good race. I think there'll be format of this one as well. I like uh, a lot of these, but I, I have landed on the favourites. I think Passagiata... Has been impressive every time he's gone to the track. Um, showed pace, will cross here and lead, and looks a, a very fast little filly, almost a you know, touch of shades of rose about her. Uh, I think it'll be very hard to beat. I was surprised at the price, just coming off a provincial win, but uh, I think he's the one to beat. But there's a couple of likely race ones that will run well here. Nerito trialled well uh, under its own steam. Again, Nash running line, I think, is the, the flavour of the day. And uh, you can say the same about the Great Houdini. There's the other chance here. Um, same as True Grime. That, that former True Grime is starting to look all right. So a couple of little nervous moments, but I have got the favourite on top. Johnny, how clear are you with it? Pretty much the same. I thought Passagiata debuted as good as you could hope for. Um, not sure on the 260 at the moment, which probably presents you a good bet on the other three you mentioned. Love True Crime. I think probably his last run before a spell probably got you the 750 in this race. Um, could have easily... Been a bit closer to favoritism there. He's had some great runs there. Um, a lot of pace in this race, so I didn't mind a reader. I think he can probably sit back and get a nice cold run and come over him at the top of the straight. So, um, great little race here. Like you said, I think a few form lines might come around it. Plenty of pace in there. Leonard on Passagiata, but um, I think Narita might be the bet early on and then see what Passagiata gets out to on race day. Beautiful. Good call. The fourth is the midway on the card at Benchmark 72, where, um, who, have, yeah, who have you lined up here? It's just notice Accelitus is starting to drift, and it's probably rightfully so. Uh, as I said, big day for Nash, but who have you, uh, anything caught your eye? I think Nash looks the goods on Accelitus, but I've gone for a bit of value. I thought Bluff and Bluster came back to a nice bit of form on Christmas Eve. He's at a nice each-way price. You'll need to repeat that and maybe do a take a little bit more out of that race to to be in the finish. But I thought uh, 11 bucks, a nice each-way price, drawn beautifully, could get a run here. Um, Bexelaris, I think, is probably the one that a lot of people circle on race day. He's probably getting out to a backable price here. But I thought early on, Bluff and Bluster here for me. I agree. I, I found um, Bluff and Bluster off that last run. It's a Kanazawa race, yeah, coming through there. Yeah. Uh, even the run before was pinned back to the inside and just uh, never really got out and I think it's going alright this prep you do want a price I think you do want 10 bucks just because Jason Coyle going back in a you know a muddling sort of speed you want every bit of 10 bucks but I think it's a good play at that price I think Love the Invasion might be a sneaky one as well around a double figure mark I think the format out through that last prep is stronger than this trial was okay uh, and just probably getting the right run here camping just right off the back of the leader might be a double figure one obviously down the road probably heading out to a longer trip but at fresh can run a price 
Nash is right, the right jockey for Excelidus now, but is now mm. sort of a highway horse that hasn't been winning. So do you want to charge in at favourite? Not really. So, so sort of thought I saw it the same way as you. Uh, as I untie my tongue and move on to race five, benchmark <laughs> 78, uh, where I don't know. I Again, Nash is the right jockey for Frumos. It's a big day for Nash tomorrow. Uh, but I can't, I can't back it off last start. So it's left me with uh, the two on the pace there that could get a soft lead up front. That's Osbred Flirt. Not a bad first time out in town just now late there. And Festival Dancer finally showed a bit of form. Uh, with Dylan Gibbons on, we'll get pretty much control this race. And and apart from Frumos, there are no other chases here. So either two, I think the two leaders win. Uh, could we see Nash just give it a big kick in the guts and get it up on pace, maybe? Uh, but I'm, I'm taking it on. Can't back it off last start. What do you do with it? Pretty much the same. I'd, I'd love to, to stay on Frumos as much as it's cost me the last couple of runs. And Nash is a big tick heading into this from Barry One. Should ride it pretty positively. And have a competitive win in there. I think the last couple of starts has just given itself a bit to do and just been tucked away. It's been tough to get out. But Osbred Flirt, same thing. I, I, if I had a bet today, I'd probably go Osbred Flirt. I thought it was terrific. First time in town, considering it was a big step up. I had some big wins in the provincials. So that's my bet. I thought, you know, with a bit more pace, it'd probably have something to chase down the straight rather than be the chase. So that's my bet at this, t- at this point. But I can see myself just leaning to Frumos on game, on game day and... Just relying on Nash. Yeah. You probably have a treble by this point, so. You've only just come around to Nash, haven't you? You weren't a, a big Nash fan <laughs> for a while there. Uh, you know, i got been burnt on the Nash-Gay-Waterhouse combo in years past, so come around to him. He's running terrifically. I mean, some of the rides he's had recently, he's, he's the reason they've won, so. Yeah. Jumping on through Moss is a big tick. Beautiful. Well, we needed him with Duke of Buckingham on Wednesday. I know that. I was in yeah. a coma by that stage, so <laughs> I needed him there. Uh, the, f- <laughs> the six is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 88. Uh, what have you thought about this one? Um, I've already had my play on this race at Cuban Royale. He's run terrifically. Um, I appreciate Brunelli. He's gone great. Bayless, Waterhouse, at Rose Hill. It's usually a pretty good combination, but I didn't think there was that much disparity between the two. And to get a price, I think early on it was seven fifty, I believe. So really my play on Cuban Royal, I think I think he maps beautifully in this race. Rob Ryan jumps on board. So that's my play. Shikira, I always bring myself back to justified at double figures, but I just can't, even though this is Shikira's time of year when it's usually running well. So um respecting Vernelli, but I think Cuban Royal is a great chance here. Beautiful. Um I think you've summed that up well. Vernelli, it's actually, it was actually surprising how good a record Vernelli has. And I think a lot of that's just, you know, ability to get up on pace and roll in front. But mm. um, he's an obvious favourite uh, from Cuban Royale, as you've stated. The two, I went looking for Silent Agenda, who has run well the last couple, straight up to a mile, uh, get some weight relief here. So I think it's a Joe Pride play to, to get him straight up and take that weight off. Around a $10 mark, goes in an early quaddy, as does Raging Bull, who I like the fact that actually showed some pace in uh, in its trial. Uh, jumped out and sat on speed, comes through obviously longer stuff last prep, but could well be, um, look, sometimes sort of funny stuff's better with when you're talking about David Payne. So uh, coming here off a nice trial, showing pace, maybe rolls forward gate two and might be the other sneaky you can throw in here. Um, 
fresh last time out, one at the track and distance. So, yeah, I thought the round double figure mark was the only other one I really wanted to mention. I'm done with your bold max and ace of fars of the world uh, and that sort of thing. The seventh, 2,000 metres, is the listed January Cup. And this quaddy is, um, well, it's something else. Uh, I've, <laughs> look, I, I've ended up sticking with the, I've taken on the, the one of the form lines, which is the uh, Bonnie Ezra and that sort of form, and stuck with the Mission Phoenix and Global Osbred lead up. Uh, I think they can both roll along up on pace. And again, hoping within a, race with some ifs and buts the the two on paces might be able to stick it out track pattern will decide just where they fit in the market by this time uh, and i thought chalk stream i actually was the other one i went looking for has been disappointing a little bit but last prep carried uh kathy Ahar and karen the whole way through and has never seen a dry track here unfortunately probably doesn't get one either but it, i think it's a, a winter soft a summer soft's better than some of the winter wet tracks mm. it's been on maybe that helps and around the 16 bucks i thought might be getting reagan bayless now might be one in a in an odd race but uh did you have any better clarity pretty much the same i think you can find a lot of form lines and kind of back them with your own level of confidence i've learned on military mission mainly because carrying 53 and getting rachel king where she'll be on speed and i'm relying on that outside alley being a little bit better later in the day you know gay will have them primed and ready with no weight on board Last two runs, pretty debatable, but the win before that Antari Cup, I think, was pretty impressive enough to win something like this. So um, a little military mission, for the same reason, probably Bonnie Ezra. Um, they'll get those nice runs coming in the outside. And like you said, Global Osbred and Mission Phoenix are the two as well. I think they're riding really well, Global Osbred, especially that win two runs back. So Leno military mission over Bonnie Ezra and the other two, Mission Phoenix, Global Osbred. But... You can find many a form line. I mean, even Grand Slam at 16 bucks. I mean, you can't really up your nose at that. So, yeah. 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 Uh, The eighth, 1550, benchmark 78. What have you made of this one? Uh, I thought Stadio Mastello was good last start. I think it was the kind of comeback you wanted to see after its disappointing run two back. So, that was who I landed on. Tried to find a bit more uh, value coming around. I always find myself gravitating towards bend the knee and I'm just, I have no idea why, but um, outside of us, I think a study missed out is progressive enough. is good enough to be winning this star sparks first up. I would have probably liked it to have a run first up carrying 60 kilos around is probably a tough ask, but that's how I saw it. Same. I think a study is clearly the horse to beat here off bouncing back last time. Our man again, Nash and um, again, running line by this stage, I'm thinking they are coming down sort of the six, seven, eight metre lane there and clearly on top. And from, I had the main danger, one at least at a price is Bazooka. I thought the resumption was pretty good last time. Straight into a quick backup for the pain yard. Seem to have found him a lot in this card, which isn't necessarily a good thing. And a bit of a claim, maybe Clear Air can run on and, and run a race at around the 16 bucks. But they were the two. I I had my concerns around Star Sparks, same as you, slightly rain-affected track, first up. Swoopers track, you know, question marks. So, yeah, sticking with Estadia, and um, for once I'll just move on. The 18, <laughs> uh, the ninth is an 1,800-metre benchmark 78. Another tricky contest where I'm going to take make the case that Worthley didn't run out 2,200 last time, 
And I think back to 1,800 metres is a tick. I think that was its best run of the prep, the 1,800 metres where it just missed behind uh, Mission Phoenix, who we spoke about. Mm-hmm. And outside gate gets to pick its spot. And as I said, hopefully we're running on around a $9 mark, I think. A nice each-way play from uh, Mahagoni, uh, for better or worse, another deep pain runner on the card I seem to have found. And first light, second up, Nash Waller. Yes, story of the day, as I've said. So three, I'll, I'll make a book around. Trav and Kate will go on my quaddy later as well. But uh, that's why I've seen it, Johnny, yourself? Exactly the same. I landed with Mahogany, Mahagoni on top. I thought uh, it's running really well and it loves it on wet. I think that form around Jojo as a man has been franked recently with some two great runs. Um, so I'm liking it. It's still at an each-way price. Um, D Gibbons on board, gets a bit of weight relief. Comes in pretty well weighted around all the form lines. I thought uh, it was the, the on-top pick for me. Like you said, worthily, I think you can forgive it for its last start. Um, and I'm happy to go with those two, pretty much. Whoops, the last is I dropped my phone. <laughs> is the 1,200-metre benchmark 88, where I, I really like the resumption of Kalino. We thought it would be the case. Uh Gets the right, same run again here. And when they run through the line that strongly and, and run away with it and come back to the scene of the crime two weeks later, you don't you try not to jump off. Um, ball has gone from Nash to J-Mac, cool. And um, on top for me, from Titanium Power, gets maybe a softer lead up there, roll long up front with Glenn on, and Pizarro lightly raced. Um, I just want to see Tommy Berry start to win a few races with with mm. everything at the moment, and that's why I'd just put him back to third pick, but uh, keen to finish with Kalino. What have you done here? Uh, I like Kalino on top. I think a win, but I think when Super Pursuit went up at double figures, I was more than happy to take some of that. I think any form, even four lengths off, I am me at this point, is good enough to win a benchmark 88 around Rose Hill, so I was happy to go Super Pursuit at odds. I think, like you said, Kalino did exactly what you wanted. Comes back to the scene of the crime. 350, good enough, progressive enough. Will be very, very difficult to beat here, I think. Actually, good call there on Super Pursuit. Uh, I'll add it to my quaddy, which I'll give everyone <laughs> now. Which uh, first leg will be... Where are we going here? Uh, six Chalk Stream. 12 Global Osbred. 13 at Mission Phoenix. Second leg... Will be one star sparks, three Estadio Mastella, and eleven Bazooka. For third leg, one Logan Street line, two Worthily, four Mahagoni, eleven First Light, seventeen uh, fourteen Travelling Kate and seventeen Naval Seal. And we'll come home with one titanium power. I'm gonna throw Super Pursuit in. You've you've convinced me there. <laughs> Seven Kalino, nine Pizarro, and eleven dynamic impact beyond the last. Have you got a best and value for us at Rose Hill? Uh in the same race. In race two. I think uh Green Shadows should really be winning this contest. Um but Danish Prince at 11 bucks at some places, I think is uh, very nice indeed. Otherwise, it would have been Super Pursuit. Went up, I think it went up at 13 bucks. That's what I was just looking at uh, here, yeah. Has been nabbed very quickly. Otherwise, that would have been the value play. My best is race 10, number 7, Kalino uh, and, and Nashville Willer, apparently. And my value, race 8, number 2, Worthily, around the uh, $9 mark there. 
So uh, we've got through the tricky Sydney card. We'll get down to the tricky Melbourne card. We're on the Sandown Hillside track, happy hunting ground most of the year. It's mm-hmm. good. It's warm, and the rail's in the true. So sh- uh, rail's in a six, I believe, actually. Just double-check that, yeah. Six-metre mark, so uh, tends to play pretty well hillside. If it dries out too much, we might get rails, but uh, I haven't treated it that way just yet. We're going to kick off with a benchmark 70 over the 1,000 metres. A good little race to kick us off with, uh, but I've liked mm. the, why, the way Bistro is going at the jump-outs. I think uh, all three jump-outs this time in, he's been, she's been flying up on pace. Inside here to start us off is a good thing, uh, and... Talented man, she's going to run well here from uh, Fishing, who's honest and going well. Just nabbed late again last time and all sassed up. May well be best horse, but for whatever it is, I'm a little bit off Jamie Carr at the moment, so that'll be the narrative of <laughs> the Melbourne card. But uh, yeah, Bistro to start us off. What do you think? Exactly the same. I think I like Bistro here. Maddie Cartwright is flying down in Melbourne as well, so I think him jumping on board, a bit of weight relief. Bistro is good enough to win this race, but I think everything stacks up pretty well in her favour, and I'm happy to jump on there. Oh, Capital Theatre at mm-hmm. odds, the Hawks team. I'm always wary when the Hawks team is running around, around that $6 quote and just outside the favourites. I think it's running super. It wouldn't surprise me if it won. And fishing, it was good to see it back in a little bit of form last start as well. And, yeah, all sassed up. I mean, I'm a bit like him. I'm a bit gun-shy on the Jamie Carr at this point. Mm. We uh, it seems just on the Hawks team, it seems like they're just starting to find a bit of form as well. The last couple mm. of weeks, so yeah, good to see. Heading into autumn, the second, the seventeen hundred meter benchmark one hundred. You can have this one. <laughs> uh, I used all my knowledge to come up with detonated jack in this one, and it should be winning by a fairly significant margin. So see, Bon. I mean, if you're looking at the Looking for a bit of value in your exotics and whatnot. I think Sosie Bond. Helene Leading Star, I think Mickey D jumping on. Ben Hayes, that is a very potent combination at this point. Um, if you want to fill in, that's just detonated jack for me. It'll be a multi-filler. It'll be an outright. It'll be going into a lot of bets for me. Beautiful. I thought, yeah, I don't think to add. Detonated jack will win. I think Imperial Lad will roll, roll along and run second. And Sosie Bond will run third. Um, yeah. Fighting it out with Helene, as you mentioned. So, yeah, not much to add there. The third, a 1,400-metre benchmark, 78. Uh, I'm sticking with the one down the bottom here, Worsfield. Uh, sort of kicking myself, I missed him first up. Mm-hmm. Uh, track and distance set up with a nice win. Now is an inside gate to attend with, but Ollie, I don't think he'll mess around. He'll punch him straight up underneath the leaders here and get him into the right spot. And when they win like that, as I said earlier, I'm sticking. Uh, and I'm going to take on my Yankee girl, who apparently needed to be bashed around by Blake Shin last time. I don't know if... Um, to get her going, I don't know Jamie Carr going on helps that situation. So taking her on, going to stick with Worsfield, um, main danger. He's exceptional for me. Yeah, I've stuck with my Yankee girl. Um, I'm going to look aside from the fact that it needed a few whips to get going and that it will be third up and has no real excuse in terms of fitness, getting itself on pace and trying to see it out to the end. I think if you look at its form just straight up on paper, to run point one, I guess, in the end, off Invincible Caviar, pretty good. Blistering form, pretty good. I'm happy to stick with it. Wellsfield, obvious danger. He's exceptional. He's going terrifically. Uh, I'm just going to go. I just think my Yankee girl has a bit of class and will be able to see this one out. So that's the way I'm going. Cool. 
Uh, maybe I'm just bitter because I was on my Yankee Girl last time. <laughs> uh, every, in all fairness, everything is tick, tick, tick for it coming here third up, dropping grade yeah. and everything like that. Uh, we get to the fourth, a mile, benchmark 70, where I'm going to go with the four of my favourite letters in the form guide, E-I-P-H. Uh, see you, uh, so you see last time out, pulled up with that uh, cardiac arrhythmia off the big first up run where it matched motors with life lessons and pretty much beat up key rivals here. Uh, comes off that inside gate, Jamie Mott will roll forward again and I think he's going to run really well here. Um from the sneaky one at odds here is Mickey D. Black Queen resumes down south in a benchmark 70 for Waller and D. Uh, off a couple of OK trials. Um, we'll obviously be looking for longer, but I think first up at a mile can run you a place uh, from a cosy barrier at around a $7 a place mark. So uh, they're the two I'll, I'll play in this. What do you think of this? Uh, go with a bit of value. I think So You See is probably... I'm kind of like you. I think So You See... Looks pretty dangerous in this one, but I've gone with Water Fox here. I know when the Ma used to steam chuck on Matt Cartwright, they probably think it can get something out of a bit of weight relief and is probably a sneaky chance. So I'm happy to go Water Fox each way here. I think it runs, it will need a step up, obviously, but uh, Maddie on board, bit of weight relief, will be able to pick its spot from the outside, which is a bit of a weird thing to say, but can go forward and go back and. Um, Pretty happy to take it at $12 at this point. Yeah, we're stuck outside lead last time, which I always tend to forgive. So a nice find there. Mm. Very good. The fifth is a 1,000-metre benchmark 84, where Jamie Carr will ride a winner. Do you want to talk about this one? <laughs> uh, should win. Should win. But I think the James Hale is – if there's one thing that we've – I know we've both – you said it on stream all the time and privately I've said agreed with you as well, but – there's one thing, it's if Jamie's riding one off the speed and get caught out a little bit, and I think if Najim Sahail gets in front, it is tough as anything and might give it a sight until the winning post, but Inundation should be winning this one and pretty comfortably, I think. Absolutely. Uh, and Well, first up, I'd suggest that, that would happen to Inundation. It did. It got stuck there and still broke the track record and, yeah. and ran away. But... um. In general, yes, I absolutely agree with what you're saying and would have probably gone looking for it on the lead, but uh, what you see is what you get, I think, at least for now. The six kicks us off in the quaddy. 1,300-metre benchmark, 70. Tough little race, uh, and I'm going to play a couple at a price. I'm going to stick with Netanyahu, who has been stuck outside lead a couple of times, the last few times out. Draws inside the pace here and hopefully gets the... If it can find the rail, I think it's going to give you a great side here. Um... Just an honest little trier from uh, Vongelay, who was just starting to flow into that race last time out, uh, second up, and just completely got stopped in its tracks and is 27 bucks at the moment, just looking at this. Going to have something that clear air can run a much better race than its price suggests. Uh, the rest in the market are obvious, your Mary Mac boys and Daily Bugles, but uh, they're the two I'm playing here. What do you make of it? Yeah, pretty similar, I think. If you're looking for a bit of value outside, I did like Netanyahu. I think it's drawn great. I thought Bellinger comes into this pretty well as well. Much the same reason that you like Vongole. I thought it could – it's had a few unlucky runs. I think it's run behind Vermentino, even though it killed every multi uh, not long ago. I think it's a good run. Uh, I like it at 12 bucks as well. But, yeah, you're looking at your Daily Bugles and your Mary Mac boys and you're kind of respecting that form. But if you like a bit of 
value, I think Netanyahu and Bellinger, along with Fongley as well. Beauty. The seventh is 1,800-metre benchmark 70. Uh, what have you made of this? Nice little race. It is. I ended up with the nephew in this one. Yeah. Um, pretty tough. I think River Plate hasn't run a bad race, um, even though I wish it ran a little bit better last start. Uh, Tasman Park, same reason. I think a uh, bit of weight relief there helps it in this field. But I did like Nephew. I think it's run pretty well. I think the Mooney Valley run was pretty impressive considering the tempo of the race. Um, so I've landed on that, but it is a bit of a trap coming from Mooney Valley onto a sand down track sometimes, but that's where I've landed. I think any of those top three will be uh, no shock to win. I'm sticking with River Plate. I like Ollie going on. Uh, was stuck outside lead again at the Valley uh, last time out and just got nabbed up the inside really more than anything. Just got um, grabbed right in the shadows and think it's a, a nicer run here. Ollie won't mess around with that. He'll go forward and take control of this. I'm against Tasman Park. I, I do think it's a nice horse, but I'm against it from the fact it's time between runs, up in distance and a claimer on. Uh, so could be a talented horse. Wouldn't surprise me, but taking it on here, I'm going to have a second pick here. Harbour Master drifted last time out and was a nice win tra- at the lakeside track. Hillside should suit just as well. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm looking at it. Uh, the nephew, agree, probably goes in your quality when you get there, I'm guessing. I would like to see Campbell, you know, he's, he's probably the third best for a wheeler, let's just say it that way at the moment. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on. The eighth is the staying contest, 2,400 metre benchmark, 78 where I'm, I've found Sydney form, and I'm pretty keen. Uh, I, I'm pretty good at going off a run early in these sort of races, but uh, I, I was, liked Pesto coming down last start. I liked its run, even though it just missed a place, despite me betting up on it. Straight out to 2,500, I think this the Hawks team will think it's go time now. I think it's going to roll along just under the pace, which is where they like to be, and around the $9, $10 mark is a great bet here. And I've got the main danger is the... The horse is going very well up in Sydney, made by Khan. Gets Johnny Allen. Uh, that form, obviously, will get a line on a bit earlier, but looks okay to me. The midway stuff that's coming through before that chase zoom on, which fits in this race. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sick of the rest of these. Um, if I had to find the next danger, it would be little Kai Tuku, who's just honest and will be up there. But going with Sydney form, Johnny, you? Yeah, I found Pesto as well. I think he comes in pretty well. I think if your form lines are through Nugget and right you are and you're in a staying contest, I'm pretty happy to go it. Um, like you said, you can even get double figures in some places, which I think is a really nice bet. Um, I didn't want Spanish Kiss. Yep. Um, I have been burnt many times before with Spanish Kiss, but once you see one good run, I think usually it follows it up with another one. So um, and it's going back to his overseas form. Um so I'm happy to go that at odds. I think stepping out to the 2,400 is a tick. I think Craig knew it having, having his second run on board. And like I said, if you're running behind right you are, then your form lines are pretty good. I've got Wahine Toy in my quaddy, but just purely the fact that it's a car right on board. My Eustace, otherwise, I don't think you can take the 450 in a field like this. We haven't mentioned so unusual. I mean, good win for a race. reason. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's a tough little race, but happy to look if, look at others. Cool. We're going to wrap up with a 1,000-metre benchmark 70. Uh, who do you like in the last? Uh, unflinching in this one for me. Um, I've mentioned his name a lot, but Manny Cartwright on board is riding very well down there. Wet relief really helps, especially when it's carrying 62. I thought it's run last night 
you look at the margin, you think, you know, he probably got towed up a little bit, but you look at its times and its sectionals, I think he did as much as he could, um, especially first up. I think he comes in this really well. Uh, I like Luna Cat also. Mickey D is riding great for the Hayes team. Outside of those two, I tried to make excuses for the others, but I just couldn't get them to stack up against the top two for me. I thought Alan Flinching was fantastic. You, you could even forgive that margin a little bit. You see it all the time when horses, mm. once they get past, they sort of just, um, you know, pack up shop a little bit there. So uh, if it really had to, could have finished a little bit closer, but that's off a track record pace. Comes here. I do. I am concerned about the pace underneath. There is a fair bit of pace just underneath, so hopefully we're not stuck two and three wide. But on top, if, if we are, I think the dangers uh, that might find the right spot are both Fine Dane and Winsome, maybe just lob straight behind that pace. Uh, on a map sort of basis, but I'm going to stick with unflinching there as well. Do you want to give us your Melbourne Cordy? Uh I can, yes. Uh, in the first, I have uh, number five, Bellinger, number six, Daily Bugle, gone Netanyahu, gone Just Jono, and I've gone Mary McBoy. In the second leg, I've taken Tasman Park, River Plate, and the Nephew. Uh, in the third league, I've gone one Pesto, three Made by Khan, five Spanish Kiss, and 14 Wahine Toa. And in the last, I've got those two that we mentioned, Unflinching and Luna Cap to bring us home. Lovely. Uh, have you had a chance to look at the Gold Coast at all? This is probably the card of the day in Australia. I think there's some terrific races. You mentioned I love my two-year-old racing and a lot of good sprints, a lot of Sydney form, a lot of Melbourne form. I think it's... A cracker card, so I'm keen to jump into this one for sure. Cool. Just give us some best bets because um, two cards is enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> Anything uh, you like. Oh, well, let's do our best bets at Sandown first, though. Yeah. I'm going to make race three, number nine, Walsford, my best. And my value, race eight, number one, Pesto. Uh, my best, I can't go past it, Netta Jack. I feel like that is not most uh, inspiring decision, but I think he just runs and wins. And uh, I think my value is, yeah, Pesto, race eight, number one. Yeah, I felt dirty tipping either of the $1.50 chances there. <laughs> uh, well, if you've done the form, let's quickly run through this. Um, the first is the maiden plate. Anything you like here? Uh, let me bring it up. I have not looked at this one. That's I'm right. not, Good uh, race, though. On this one. It is a great but, little maiden. Absolutely. I think everyone's sending in the big guns here. I love that there is a lot of good jockeys in town. It's a great time of year. I think Belair deserves favoritism. I think he's terrific. I think he comes in second up. With these youngsters, I always love when they have a run under their belt. They just take so much out of that first run, and he ran well enough. Um, and he's a gelding. I think he'll come to this and should win that one for sure. Um, in the next race... Bit of a painful one is uh, Royal Entrance uh, got the bob and fought back to beat uh, my boy Denman Star in Sydney. But I've actually gone with Quasimodo in this one. I thought its run behind Sovereign, Sovereign Fund was terrific. That form was Frank last week when Sovereign Fund was excellent uh, on the coast. So I've gone with Quasimodo. And I think that's probably my better the day up there. Mm-hmm. I respect Royal Entrance. Um, J Mac jumps on board. But I think Quasimodo comes to that into that race with some stronger lines for sure. Um, I love that one. And then you jumped in the Phillies in the Gold Pearl in the next race. And again, just some quality horses running around. Just Glamorous, I think, had zero favours on debut of that same race, that uh, Royal, what did I say? Royal Interest one? Yeah. Um, nothing made any 
ground from the back, and I thought it did exceptionally well. It's a very expensive purchase for the Gay Waterhouse team. J-Mac jumps on board, I think, uh, $4. You're probably taking a bit of potential on that, so you're probably taking unders, but I think at 4 bucks, terrific bet for me. Beauty. Uh, anything in the four you've now you've taken a breath uh just a few uh, that, that maiden that starts cracker like snick cat uh wind shadow and mr wallace all can run a price at 20s in that race but uh the fourth yeah. uh, does the bopper back up with j mac should do yeah i think that's probably i should say that's probably the better of the day in the gold coast i think he comes into a very well placed race i think Barrier 13's no issue at all when you see it's run. Last start, came around the outside and just beat them with exceptional ease. So, yeah, it's blocked up. Bringing its uh, interstate form to the Gold Coast and uh, very impressive. The fifth, we've got the 1,200 metres, uh, three-year-olds. I, I, Jinquera stood out to me in this race. Again, J-Mac going on. Um, looks good for me. What do you make of this one? Yeah, I've gone with busting. I think Tony Golan just knows how to run his two-year-olds, uh, his three-year-olds up there. He's usually had a bit of time with them. He knows how to place them. Getting the barrier one, I think, just makes sure that it's going to be riding positively. I really like it, but like you said, Junquera is a terrific animal. J-Mac on, J-O-Shea. It'll be one of those two. It just depends which way it falls, I guess. The class four over 1,300 metres next, we see Olentia, a nice horse, step out again. Horse to beat? Very much so. Yeah, Alentia, they place, he's placed this really well. I think it maps beautifully. It is drawn really well, but it comes in perfect weight. Jimmy Byrne on board, uh, I love it. I think Alentia's should be winning this one and pretty comfortably. Respecting Belarus, um, I think if you look on paper, its form might not look terrific, but some of those margins have been, um, I guess, unflattering but it's run better. I think the last few runs have been great. Probably the only one I can see, apart from Amathuba, who was brave last start, but I think Alentia should be winning this one pretty comfortably. The seventh is another class four here. Um, anything you like? I'm going to stick with the local, Arenti. Um, Resonators coming out of uh, quick backup. Um, Daytona as well. But I like the form of Arenti up there. I think... I think it's the safest bet in the race. It's running really well. have no reason to jump off. I've been on the last couple of runs, and it's uh, done well for me. So sticking with Arenti. But this is another one, just a terrific race where you can find a few different form lines. Um, West of Africa as well has been running really well. But I'm happy to stick with Arenti for me. The Tab Wave 1800 metres is the semi of the semi main event, shall we say? Main event in the card. Uh, what, yeah, who have you found here? Uh, this one's tough. This is great. I thought this was a terrific race as well. There's so many ways you can go. I went with deficit with no real confidence. I think uh, Brenton running for Joe Ryan, I think that's a really positive move. Uh, it's runs behind some really good horses, uh, especially that run behind Max Snell last time. Um, yeah, stays at the 1800. Should be rock hard fit for this. Love Brenton going on board. I think he'll be riding this one pretty positively. So, I'll go with deficit, but uh, Ashgrove is running really well off that last win. Um, Teresa, I think, probably would be shorter if it had a few better runs. I think it's talented enough, but I'm happy to go with deficit. Beauty. The ninth is a benchmark 85, 1425 metres. Anything to bring us home? Uh, not particularly in this one. I think, I mean, Rari Falls 
if I was looking at this at all horses were even, I'd lean away where he falls. But at four bucks, I feel like you're just taking unders because of J Mac and C Waller in a race like this. But um, respecting Chris Lee's horse, Ventura Ocean, I think it came back really well last start. Uh, Montenegro Man has the ability, probably not at 950, but um, that wouldn't surprise Willie Pike jumped on board. Um, but I've landed on Warrior Falls with appreciating that we're taking four bucks and it probably should be a little bit more. Beauty. Anything you want to stamp as a best in value? Oh, there's plenty of best ones here. I think your best bet as I cycle through is Alentia. Um, and I think the Bopper, I think both of those just really should be winning. Um, in terms of value, plenty of value just because of how good the quality of the fields are. Um, I'll probably go with, where were we? Uh, jumping back to, who did I mention the last one? Deficit. Yeah. Yeah. Like deficit at six bucks. I think it's pretty good value. Still an each way price as well. So I'll go with deficit. Beautiful. Beaver's got his workout following that next week. You've done the whole Queensland card, not just best bets. Uh, great job, mate. Welcome aboard. Um, no good stuff there. Hopefully we'll get you back around slipper time. To We might do a, um, a pub round table like we did for Melbourne Cup week and, and catch up and do it that way. That should be fun. Until then, punters, good luck this weekend. Great, uh, well, very in-depth card of racing. Looking forward to getting stuck into it Saturday. Uh, take care and we'll talk soon. Catch you guys.